minutes away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Let's jump right into this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are going to start it off with a look at all the action from week number eight in our recap. Then we are going to jump in to our power rankings, and we'll finish it off with our preview section looking at week number nine. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. I am your host for the evening, JP Franchise from Off The Ball Network. Man, I tell you, it has been a block party Wednesday. It's been some hot games. We saw two overtime games. We saw just a thriller series between the Blazers and the Jazz game, and, and we're going to talk all about all these games here tonight. We saw sweeps. We saw some embarrassing submit uh, games. We saw people getting destroyed. We saw close games, but we're going to get all into that uh, in just a moment. But right now, I want to go ahead and break out the big news that y'all probably haven't heard, or maybe most of y'all heard, is that the NBA 2K League in the playoffs is going to return to in-person games in this year. Uh in Dallas at the Mavs Gaming Hub. They are going to be delivered with DoorDash um, starting on Thursday, August 26th uh, through Saturday, August 28th. And the playoffs will culminate with the 2021 NBA 2K League Finals on Saturday, September the 4th. This is the first time ever they did in-person games since 2019 in Season 2. Starts at 5 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live streams. Also be available on Dash Radio, ES Revolution, the EGG Network in Southeast Asia, Loco in India, uh, Sport One in Europe, and Tencent in China. Definitely tune in to watch the 2K League playoffs. The playoffs will feature the top five teams for each of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference based on the regular season standings. And I'll give you the five teams in each of the Western and Eastern Conference right now that's standing. The 13 remaining teams will compete in the ticket, powered by AT&T, from Thursday, August 19th through Saturday, August 21st, with the winning team from each conference earning the 11th and 12th spots in the playoffs. There is a $1 million prize, 
and the playoffs will be the best of three, three, while the finals will be the best of five. Man, big news, big news coming out of the NBA 2K League this week. I am so excited to see in-person games with a lot of trash talking. I mean, you just can't get any better than this. Also, shout out to the birthday guys today. Shout out to Raptors Uprising, all hail Trey. Happy birthday to you. XO LeBron from the Wizards District Gaming, happy birthday to you. And the coach of the T-Wolves Gaming, Nick, happy birthday to you. I know you are celebrating even harder with the two victories you have tonight against the Knicks, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. And let me go ahead and give y'all a round of applause. Happy birthday to y'all three. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Also, let's go ahead and give a round of applause for the NBA 2K League going back to in-person games. Oh, man. Very exciting, very exciting, very exciting, very exciting. Great news, great news. Also, let's go ahead and talk about the player of the week. You know what time it is. I've been I've been calling this man out for a long time here this season here. And man did he came out and just change that team around and change that mindset and actually it's just playing, taking it personal and everything. My man Dime Time Dimes is the player of the week from the Raptors Uprising. The Raptors Uprising got their four and oh uh, four and oh last week. Man, he put up 28 points a game and 10 assists a game last week. Congratulations to Dimes winning player of the week. They definitely swept a good team in the Nets and swept a good team in the Warriors too as well. So congratulations, Dimes, on a job well done. He changed that team around, man. He changed that team around. A dime, time, dime, time, man. So let's go ahead and get into the first game between the Warriors versus the Kings Guard gaming. Well, you saw a pretty, you know, bat a pretty back and forth battle in the uh, in both of these games. In the first game, it was CB13 versus Mama. I'm that man battle. Uh, CB13 got 24 points and 9 assists, while Mama on that got, man got 22 points, 16 assists. Man, and was very disrespectful, very disrespectful. Like, it just seemed, it, like, Mama just dribbled the, up the court, you know, shaking hands. It hit a half-court shot just in front of the Warriors, just, just, just to lick the salt in the rooms and everything. That was very disrespectful, Mama. That was very disrespectful, like... Like, why would you do something like that? But he hit it and thought he was Steph Curry. I mean, it was just amazing. It was just amazing half-court shot. So it was just very, it was very disrespectful. I was like, man, he is really that man, ain't he? He's really that man. <laughs> so um, the uh, Kings won at 84-74 to 74 in the first game. And um, Antron from the Warriors have 20 points and has it with 14 points and seven rebounds. While the Kings... 
uh, with Mama playing really well, with Simo with 18 points, Majestic playing really well so far, had 20 points, and Yusuf Scarps got 14 points, and um, definitely um, really uh, played really well. The Kings out-assisted the Warriors 25-17. to The Kings are a really good team when they uh, pass the ball. They play team basketball together and really put up those numbers and assists, so it's really exciting to watch Kings game, uh, Kings to, uh, guard gaming to play. They're just unbelievable. The Warrior, the Warriors didn't really shoot the ball really well like we, we should. They're one of those teams that can get really hot and you can't really stop them and very consistent with their shooting. But they didn't really shoot the ball really well, so it was just kind of... It was just not a good like first game for them. The Kings shot the ball really well and won the first three quarters is the takeaways from the first game. And we always have questions of, can the Warriors come back and bounce back in the second game? Can they win the second game? And you see right there that the uh, uh, Warriors came out with the victory in the second game, 79-70. to 70, And this one was an over time get well, what this one was an overtime game too as well and basically cb13 basically took over the whole game got 30 points and 10 assists while you know hezzy you know got 14 points and 13 rebounds and basically gave and basically got the winning bucket in the final seconds um as the <laughs> I know, I know, right? I mean, Hezzy hit the final winning bucket when the Kings tried to put the pressure up the court. They forgot about the big guy, and CB13 hit that nice Magic Johnson pass right to Hezzy and put him up. And uh, well, actually, they it wasn't an over. It wasn't over. Ah. What I meant was that Hezzy got the winning bucket to send it to overtime. That's what I meant. I apologize for confusing everybody. So, but yeah, heavy Hezzy uh, definitely hit that bucket right to, to hit it to overtime. And uh, Antoine with 11 points, Gradient with 16 points too as well. Mama didn't really play that well. You know, he got 18 points and 13 assists. And Simo didn't really play well like he did in that first game. He only had 11 points. Crush with 12 points. Majestic had a consistent game with 20 points and 9 rebounds. It was a really gritty game. It was a really gritty game. It was back and forth and everything. But CB13 shined a whole lot better than everyone in the second game. And Yusuf Scars was nowhere to be found. He just played really bad. So this uh, series was tied one to one. So the Warriors are now 14 and 10 and the Kingsguard gaming is 12 and 11. And this one was an overtime game in the uh, second game with the Warriors winning that second game, 79 to 70 and Kingsguard gaming won 84 to 74 in the first game. So let's go ahead and get into the next game here between the Magic Gaming and the Grizz Gaming. This one was a really interesting game. And why I said interesting is that Snubby and Wizzy, Wizzy Baby switch positions. Wizzy usually plays the point guard position, but tonight he played the shooting guard position. And Snubby uh, played shooting guard, but now is a point guard for tonight just to see if it will work. And basically, it did work because the Grizzlies got the sweep over the Magic 2-0. In the first game, you see the Grizz winning 78-73 to with Snubby having 20 points and Wizzy with 20 points too as well. Um, DT with 14 points and May with 10 points and 11 rebounds. Um, and also, you know, oh, yeah, so, oh, actually, 
Oh, I messed that up. Oh, I messed that up. I messed that up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, basically, Snubby and Weezy switched positions. It did not work for the Grizz, uh, for the Magic, unfortunately. So the Magic took two L's tonight. Uh, Vandy with 28 points from the Grizzlies and 12 assists. Father of the God with 12 points and Spartan with 10 points and Authentic African with 20 points. Man, the Magic really committed that. Uh, turn that ball over 10 times. Just unfortunate. Just like, <clears throat> yeah, even if you switch positions and you still commit a lot of turnovers, just <clears throat> come on, man. Like, give me that one more time. <clears throat> man, and the Grizzlies were 21 assists. I um, mean, they were passing the walk really well. Um, but, you know, it was a close game, but the Grizz pulled it out and the Grizz won the fourth quarter. So, Snubby Wizzy, I'm going to give you a bit of advice here, you know, for the Magic Gator. In order for y'all to win the next couple games and stuff, y'all might as well just go back to y'all's regular positions. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So the Grizz won 78-73 to in the first game. And then in the second game here, you know, you thought that the Magic will do something, you know, and they unfortunately did not do anything. Grizz took the game six, uh, 70 to 62. Uh, Snubby with 18 points and three turnovers. DT with 18 points. May with 10 points and 16 rebounds. You know, 22 rebounds for the Magic. They really shot poorly. They really shot poorly um, tonight. You know, 11 out of 20 on the three point shot. 24 out of 51 field goals. Just terrible. Rizzy was awful. Wizzy was so awful. I was just like, ah, uh, just no, just like. Goodness, Wizzy was awful tonight. Eight points, two out of 11, two out of nine. He just couldn't really shoot the ball well um, tonight. But, you know, the Grizzlies, you know, Vandy, 24 points, nine assists. Chess with 13 points and seven assists. Follow the guy with 15 points. Authentic African with 10 points and 11 rebounds. They had 20 assists, so they were very consistent on their assists tonight. The Grizzlies had a second quarter explosion, 26 to 13, as the Grizz swept the Magic 2 to 0. The Grizz are now 14 and 9, and the Magic Gaming is 10 and 14. So definitely disappointing with the Magic tonight. They like they lost their Magic uh, tonight. And just they just can they just can't win it win any games. They just really can't win any games. And I just don't like how Snubby and Weezy, I, I keep going back to it, switch positions. I'd rather for Weezy to be the point guard and Snubby be the shooting guard. But I guess they're trying to try it out and see how it will work tonight against the Grizzlies. And unfortunately it didn't. It just really didn't. It was just Ah, it was just bad. It was just it was just bad. It was just bad. So definitely switch back so that y'all can um get back on track to winning games though. So it's my advice and all that, but don't really listen to me. You know, I don't really play video games that well, but um definitely it might work a little bit better to go back to your original positions. But you are now you are listening to the NBA 2K League post game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. This is JP the franchise from Off the Ball Network. 
posted in tonight. Wonderful games on this block party Wednesday. Um, definitely shout out to the guys off the ball network doing their thing. Um, check out our website off the ball network.com for all your sports needs. Also check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, um, definitely for sure. Definitely for sure. I want to thank one of our sponsors, my bookie, uh, definitely go to mybookie.com so that you can, uh, you know, get some betting in and use the promo code off the ball. If you're interested in doing some bets and all that to, you know, start off with a thousand dollars and definitely try to win some uh, bets so definitely use the promo code off the ball for my bookie and definitely uh, catch the 2k league playoffs starting on Thursday August 26th through Saturday August 28th and then the 2k finals Saturday September 4th on Twitch and YouTube live streams and also be available on Dash Radio 2 as well and also on ES Revolution, EGG Network in Southeast Asia, Loco in India, Sport One in Europe and Tencent in China and also check out the ticket um, powered by AT&T um, Thursday, August 19th through Saturday, August 21st with the winning team from each conference to get the spot, the 11th trust spot in the playoffs. You are listening to the NBA 2K League postgame show on Dash Radio and Nothing But Net Radio. I'm your host, JP, the franchise from Off The Ball Network. Definitely uh, follow us on Twitter at NBA 2K League Show and follow Off The Ball on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And definitely check out our website, offtheballnetwork.com for all your sports needs with articles and podcasts and everything and if you didn't hear the big news that they announced uh, earlier this week is that the 2k league is going to be returning to in-person games in dallas with the 2021 nba 2k league playoffs delivered with doordash starting from August 26th through Saturday, August 28th, and the finals being on Saturday, September 4th. It's the first time since 2019 that they be in person, so definitely definitely tune in to Twitch and YouTube live streams and other networks too as well. Also going to be on Dash Radio, $1 million prize. It's just going to be great. It's going to be great. And we'll give you the top five teams from the West and Eastern Conference a little bit later. Let's go ahead and get to the other games. Man, I had a hard time figuring out which game I want to talk about next because both of these are just unbelievable. Let's go ahead and talk about the T-Wolves gaming versus the Knicks gaming just because I feel you, my New York Knicks uh, just... Just it's just basically this like I mean pretty much that's the highlights of the series here. Basically just the (laughs) Kawhi Leno is probably laughing from his chair right now. I mean basically the T Wolves just destroy the Knicks both games um, consistently too. I mean, the first game, 104 to 73. And then in the second game, it was 100 to 76. I mean, it was just a bad, 
it was just bad for the Knicks. I felt really bad. It was just, it wasn't, it was not good. It was not good. It was just. No, God. Mm. No, God, please, mm. no, 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 no. And the person that kind of just did the, basically just played Jada Kiss um, if you haven't seen the battle last night, Jada Kiss just muddled uh, Dipset. So the person played Jada Kiss in both of these games has been Shifty Ka. That first game, he has 37 points, 14 out of 19, 9 out of 12. And then the second game had 36 points, was very consistent. Builder Beast didn't really score that much, but he definitely racked up, uh, you know, 19 points right there in the first game. And then in the second game, had 72 have 17 points and 14 assists. Uh, Slaughter in that first game uh, got a triple-double, 14 points, 19 rebounds, 12 or 6, 6 steals. So almost a quadruple-double right there while he was 7 out of 9. Big Saint with 29 points. Man, they basically had 28 rebounds and 29 uh, assist, uh, just definitely shot the ball well, definitely played team basketball. Uh, it seems like the Knicks, the only person that kind of came out was Duck with 28 points and 11 assists. Oh, and has still had seven turnovers. So that's pretty bad. That's pretty, pretty bad. Glow had 18 points and 18 rebounds. Um, but nobody else didn't really show up. Even Malik, even Malik, who's supposed to have been a legitimate uh, shooting guard on the backcourt, only with six points, two out of eight, one out of four. We are filing a missing report to Malik because we need to know where he's at. It was it was he late? Was he late to the game? Like, was there another person that was playing him? Was it a stunt double that was playing him in the first game? It was just embarrassing to watch. Malik got to step up to the plate and play consistent both games. My goodness gracious. I mean, the T-Wolves the defense was bad. I mean, not the T-Wolves defense. The Knicks defense was bad. The T-Wolves was just, <laughs> they scored pretty much anywhere they wanted to. Anywhere they wanted to. In quarter number three, the T-Wolves outscored the Knicks 33-18. to 18. <laughs> It was just bad. It was just bad. Bad. And then in the second game, I mean, pretty much like the Knicks were up by one, which you kind of feeling hope for. Then it just turned into just a domino effect here where the T-Wolves won the rest of the quarters. In the second quarter, they won 23 to 10. The Knicks only scored 10 points in the second quarter. That is just awful. That is awful. That is awful. But, um, you know, Big Saint uh, had 18 points from the T-Wolves. Slaughter with 18 points and 10 rebounds. He was 7 out of 7. How would you let your center be 7 out of 7? Come on now. Just come on now. Uh, they had 10 steals. They had 30 assists. And, man, <laughs> I mean, the T-Wolves is on a mission. They were on a mission. And Malik actually came out and played well, got 22 points, ducked with 21 points and 12 assists. 
he still is committing the turnovers. You know, he had seven in the first game, and in the second game, he had five turnovers. It just seems like the, it just seems like the Knicks could not do anything defensively. They just couldn't do anything. They did out rebounded the T Wolves twenty three to seventeen, but and, and had twenty two assists. But they just they just couldn't do anything. The T Wolves was just hot tonight. They were just hot tonight. So. The T Wolves gaming are now eighteen and six, and then the Knicks gaming is fourteen and ten. But man, so definitely was just a, a brutal game for the Knicks game. And congratulations to the T Wolves gaming of sweeping the Knicks. Now let's go ahead and get to the games that everyone keep talking about. Just these back and forth, just shooting wise. The Blazers gaming versus the Jazz gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't checked out this both of these games in this series, you just you 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 missed it. It was great. I mean, it was just back and forth. Like the first game was 88 to 88 to 86 with Randoms hitting an open three to seal the victory. I mean, he <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it was a crazy, crazy game. It was a crazy game. So let me go ahead and get to, like, the last minute of the game just to tell you what it was like. So so Splashy, in the last couple seconds, basically did what Reggie Miller did against the Chicago Bulls. You know, hit a really big contested shot to put him up. To put them up by one. Basically, Splashy hit him with the Reggie Miller bow and wiped them into the <laughs> wiped them to that crowd and everything. It's like, yeah, this game's over right here. The game is over. Then he mistakenly didn't play no defense right on randoms, basically pressuring himself up so so <laughs> so that he could steal the ball. And then and the person that passed the ball from the uh out of bounds, hit randoms with, and randoms hit an open three to seal the victory. To seal the victory, but the Blazers should not let the Jazz come back like that. But that just proves to you that Jazz gaming can score, like and can score consistently. So definitely, you know, you have to stop that offense. But the Blazers survived right there with that uh, with that three point shot, eighty eight to eighty six. Bash with 22 points and 14 assists. Squeedy uh, with 31 points, 11 out of 14, 7 out of 9. We're going to talk about him later, too, as well. Goofy with 19 points, 9 out of 10, uh, 27 assists for the whole squad. And for the Jazz, Splasher with 31 points and 16 assists. Lottie with 25 points. Compete with 13 points. Rear with 12 points and 14 rebounds. 21 assists total for the Jazz in the first game. And, man, when I tell you that second game, it could not get any better than that first game. I mean, goodness gracious. It was an, another overtime game. It was another overtime game. But this time, this time, it was a winning layup by Lord Beezus right there in that overtime game to help the Jazz picked the victory, 86 to 84. Man, let me tell you, let me tell you, before that overtime game, I mean, Screedy, as what uh, Duck said, Scrativius Caldwell Pope. I actually like that. I actually really like that. Screedy was hot. He was hot the whole game, just hot. <laughs> 
I mean, goodness gracious, uh, 33 points, you know, that he had in this game right here. He had a clutch three in the last minute. Then Lottie, Lottie, Lottie that we that was traded from the Bucks game to the Jazz hits a shot with 28.6 seconds left. And then Goofy got a dunk. So it was 75 to 75. And then nobody couldn't really hit anything. You know, so it went into overtime. Then, and, the, and, and then uh, someone hit a two free throws. I forgot who it was. Then the Blazers took it out. But the Jazz stole the ball. Just stole the ball and tied the score 84 to 84 with 24.2 seconds left. And Bash missed the shot. And then Lord Beezus hit the game winning layup right there to seal the victory here. But man, I tell you what, what a battle of the backcourt for both of these teams. That was so exciting to see. Bash with 20 points and 12 assists. Squeedy with 33 points while Splashy had 19 points and 17 assists with five turnovers and Bash had six turnovers too and Lottie with 28 points but it was the it was Lord Beezer's game winning shot uh, he had 11 points Rhea with 20 points and 11 rebounds Goofy from the Blazers with 16 points 8 out of 9 and the assist game was crazy 25 assists for the Jazz versus the 22 assists from the Blazers Man, it was an incredible game. It was an incredible game. Listen, if you haven't seen that game, I would recommend you watching it. That game was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. So I'm going to have to go ahead and give them their due right there. Let me go ahead and give them a round of applause. That was just a that was just a great series. Unbelievable. Um, the Blazers gaming are 11 and 11, and the Jazz gaming is 15 and 9. So, definitely, definitely shout out to both teams. Let me give them that round of applause again. That was just a. Uh, And you are listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. Shout out to the people from Dash Radio and Nothing But Net Radio for putting us on the air. This is JP, the franchise, your host for tonight. You are listening to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. Off the ball network takeover with your host, JP Franchise. Definitely follow us on Twitter, NBA 2K League show. Also follow Off The Ball Network on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And we have OffTheBallNetwork.com for all your sports needs with articles and podcasts. Everything you need on OffTheBallNetwork.com. Definitely shout out to one of our sponsors, MyBookie. Use the promo code OffTheBall for MyBookie so you can win your bets. And man, let me go ahead and get into my final thoughts. Man, it's playoff time. It's almost close to the playoffs. And, you know, you see the Blazers and that Jazz game in the night, it just has that sense of that playoff atmosphere, the way they the teams were going at it tonight. Definitely trying to secure those spots and try to win their games and everything. Um, let's go ahead and get into the top five teams from the West and also from the East that is that is right there so far 
Um, it's not locked in yet, but these are the top five teams. So from the Western Conference, the T-Wolves Gaming, then you have your Pacers, then the Jazz, then the Warriors, and then your Kings. And in the East, you have your Wizards, the Hornets, the 76ers, the Nets, and the Grizz. So can all these 10 teams that's in the top five for their respective conferences be able to keep this up and be able to keep their spot in the playoffs. We just have to see because, like I said, a lot of teams is hungry, trying to get into the playoff spot and everything, and you have the the best 10 teams here. So are they able to go ahead and keep their spot? That was going to be my final thoughts. And definitely, definitely just a classic game between the Blazers and the Jazz Definitely classic. Can the Knicks recuperate after getting destroyed and letting the T-Wolves score over 100 points in each of those two games? Can the Knicks recuperate? Can Malik stay consistent in terms of scoring the basketball to help duck out? Um, also, can the Magic recuperate too as well? Will we see Weezy back at point guard and Snubby at shooting guard? We just have to wait and see. And um, definitely uh, just congratulations. It's just exciting to be back in person for the NBA 2K League playoffs. Deliberate DoorDash in Dallas definitely starts on Thursday, August 26th through Saturday, August 28th. Starting at 5 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live streams. Also will be available on Dash Radio, ES Revolution, EGG Network in Southeast Asia, Loco in India, Sport One in Europe and Tencent in China. And you have the ticket powered by AT&T for the 13 remaining teams on August 19th through August 21st with the winning team from each conference earning the 11th and 12th spots in the playoffs. And you have the NBA 2K League Finals on Saturday, September the 4th. It's going to be exciting playoffs. You can just smell it right here. It's going to be exciting because $1 million prize is up for grabs. So definitely tune in and watch like I will. And this is the end of the post-game show. Definitely thank you all for listening and tuning in tonight. This is JP Franchise from Off the Ball Network. And want to say good night, God bless, and stay safe out there. Peace. We are live. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another post-game NBA 2K League show live with your host, Chris LeBron, from the Off the Ball Podcast, Off the Ball Network. Appreciate everyone for tuning into the post-game show. Bounce past Thursdays. It is lit and Man, we got a great, great set of games that we're going to dive into today. Like I said, this is Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball Podcast, Off the Ball Network. We are live on the Nothing But Net Radio channel on Dash Radio. Very excited to be talking about today's games. First of all, I want to give you guys a round of applause. For tuning into the post game show, man, we had a, we had a very 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 uh, fun night uh, this Thursday. Obviously, we are 
getting ready, getting close to the playoffs. Playoffs are here. Very excited about the playoffs. And, uh, you know, if you didn't know, player of the month, you know, goes to, uh, you know, Duck. Duck was the the player of the month from Knicks Gaming. So just wanted to let you guys know he won uh, player of the month. If you guys did not know that already, you know, twice won the player of the month in July. Was an absolute beast. Absolute beast. So congratulations to that guy, Duck. Quack, quack. Doing his thing this month, but uh, in some other news, um, I had something here. Um, oh, Wizards Gaming, Wizards District, my god, Day Fry, one of the first teams to clinch a spot in the NBA 2K League playoffs, which is brought to you by DoorDash. So, congratulations to the defending champs, they're in prime position to get back to uh winning a championship but let's talk about some of the matchups of the day and we had um we had like i said some 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 contested matchups you know and uh you know we'll start off with nick's game and and wizards district that one of being a split i mean and we talk about this religiously when i'm on the when i'm on the post game always ends up somehow being sweeps but this one was a uh was a good one both games went down you know uh, were just battles you know duck did his thing obviously 27 points you know uh Nate Kyle did his thing with 21 you know JPM did his thing of course that man Dave Fry Dave Fry the monster did his thing but Knicks came away with the victory. Knicks came in with the victory, and then it was his district splitting, you know, winning 73 and 71 in the next matchup. You know, Duck, once again, just all over the place, but just did not get the help he needed. JPM went absolutely bonkers. I mean, Dave Fried, only four points, is you know, eight rebounds, but JPM was, was uh, you know, 50% from three. Did his thing. This was one of the better matchups that I've seen, you know, when I'm on the air, you know, and it's the two teams that I, I really enjoy watching. So it was definitely a um, a great performance, great performance by Duck. Like we said, we mentioned before, the player of the month. He absolutely did his thing. You know, Knicks took care of business in that first game and then was his district game two taking care of business man it was a just a absolute doozy of a game it both games i mean it, it was so much fun watching these two go at it and it, it it just it's not what i'm used to i'm getting the sweeps you guys every time you listen to me you're hearing me do you're hearing me with the sweeps and all that but um it was a it wasn't that case so, you know we got a split in this one, like I said, no, you know why I like rooting for my Knicks game, but um, especially in the second, you know, and it's been a, it feels like it's a something we've seen a lot is just the hot and cold quarters, you know, fourth quarter they're on five, but then quarter two, 
you know, 12 points. It's not going to get it done when you're trying to beat the defending champs. You know, not going to get it done. They could have came in with a sweep easily next game, and, and they just didn't, you know, just didn't make enough plays and score enough. You know, obviously, you know, it was duck, but um, obviously, like we mentioned in game one, they did their thing, and then and they shut down the Wizards in that in the second half of game one. You know, so it is a blueprint to beat the Wizards. You know, the Wizards may be look, looking unstoppable because they're so balanced. You know, they have a you know such a balanced squad, but still, you know, great balance with JBM and 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 uh, Day Fry. You know, they're still going to be a problem. And like I said, first team in the East to clinch. A playoff spot. So congratulations to Wizards District Gaming. You know, so um, they they will be going to the playoffs. You know, and uh, obviously it'll be one of the prohibitive favorites to win it all. You know, sitting atop the East. You know, uh, nine nineteen and five, man, <laughs> man. They just they're playing really great. You know, eight and ten, eight and two in their last ten. You know. One of the best road teams in this in the league too, you know. And for the Knicks, they dropped to the sixth seed. They're five hundred right now. No, they're still in it, still in it. So, split, great series. Um, so let's let's get on. Let's get on to the next set of games, and we're gonna talk it about. We're gonna talk about Warriors. And Warriors and Kings and Warriors took care of business 71-67 in game one, 80-66 in game two, taking the sweep of this series. And in game one, you know, just a back and forth game. You know, my mom, that man, you know, uh, 35-11, and 11, you know, barely was missing, <laughs> barely was missing. I mean, they only shot two free throws, man. That's the one thing, man. Nobody likes getting to the line in 2K. Nobody likes getting to the line, man. You know, you got nobody. I mean, they shot two free throws. So that just tells you that there's a lot of perimeter shooting. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't even that many threes. It's just nobody getting to the line. I never understand that, but, you know, CB13, 23 and 12. You know, it was another, um, you know, solid game, you know, solid game. And that uh, brings, you know, Warriors, the Warriors um, are just had 16 and 10. They're playing really solid this year. They've won three in a row. And for the Kings, sitting at 500, three, lost three in a row, man. It's a little bit of a slump. They've been one of those teams, you know, just, you know, we thought we were gonna, they were going to go take a – you know, when they playing the Blazers and that matchup, that intense matchup they had, we thought they were going to roll, but it just hasn't been that case. It, it hasn't been that case for them. And, uh, you know, just, just some ups and downs. Obviously, we know Mama, that man is one of the best players in the league, but just it hasn't been it. It hasn't been it so far. They've lost three in a row. Obviously, you know, the sweep. Game one was 77, 71, 67. Talk a little bit about game two. Obviously, it didn't go, did not go way the Kings wanted to. They, you know, slow first quarter, just didn't get it done. 
But still, only down seven. And then the second half, just, just couldn't get it done. Just couldn't score. Didn't, did not hit hit 20 points in either in, in the second half and either quarter. And the Warriors just took off in that fourth. And they just not, you know, they, they just ran away with this. And Mama was good. You know, uh, Majestic was solid with 17 boards. You know, CB13, 23, like everyone contributed with the war. Everyone contributed. Antoine, Gradient, Hezzy, you know, Chaos, all contributed, all double figures. That's what you want. They got to the line eight times. Another game, just two free throws, man. You need some, like my guy Mo says, I need some milk. So shout out to Mo. But, you know, it just... Did not get it done. Did not get it done. So, um, usually we do a little music break. Unfortunately, I had some technical difficulties pulling up the, my music. So, no music today. But uh, I'll, I'll be back ne- um, next time, and I'll have some. I'll have some. Uh, it might be a locks. It might be a locks kind of day. <laughs> I don't know if anyone peeped the. You know, the verses, I didn't get to watch all of it, but I watched some, and it was, even the little I watched, it was a burial, <laughs> and I'm a dipset guy, but the locks did their thing, so next time I'm on, we're going to listen to some locks, you know, Mom, we're going to put out a couple locks tracks for that, but let's let's get into, you know, Pistons and Bucks um, game. <laughs> I mean, we don't really got to dive into game one. It, it was an absolute embarrassment, you know, by the Pistons. They just absolutely annihilated, you know. <laughs> the backcourt of Cooks and Radiant had, what, I believe 62 points. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Absolutely shot the lights out the ball. Played great defense like a good Bucks only had two free throws, man. Get to get to the basket, guys. You're killing me. You're killing me. You're killing me, guys. Got to get to the basket. But then game two, Pistons, oh, you know, two-point win. Bucks competed in this one. Definitely a, a close matchup. But um, definitely a close matchup. <laughs> you know, obviously losing by 30, you think you, know, you get back to the drawing board. And you figure this out, but um, it was a, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> it, it 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 definitely wasn't pretty, and um, we'll and then we will end it with Magic and Celtics. This one was one of the close matches. It was ended end up in the sweep. I think I lead out of me, Jelani, uh, Mo, you know, JP the franchise. I have to have the most sweeps since covering this, man. <laughs> I have to have the most sweeps. Uh, it, it's it's definitely wild with all the sweeps, but it was a close sweep, I guess. So I can't get too upset about this. But Magic Game and, and, and Celtics. And, um, oh, I, did, I wanted to t- talk about the stands for Pistons and the Bucks. So the Pistons, oh, they're they're top the you know the fifth seed in the in the West, twelve and ten. They won two in a row, so um, and, and Bucks. <laughs> um, I, let me, 
Uh, oh man, I, they got it. They got to get it. <laughs> Valiant effort in game two. Valiant effort to bounce back after just getting you know the, the, the brakes beat off you in game in game one by thirty. Only losing by a couple points by a bucket in game two. But man, it's been a rough season for Bucks gaming, man. Bucks gaming, Lakers gaming, Mavs gaming, Cavs Legion, Hawks talent. You know, Raptors have won four in a row. You know, ever since they made that trade, it feels like they've been they've been uh, playing better. Same thing with Heatcheck. You know what? Uh, but man, it, it's been rough. It's been rough for the Bucks. Rough, rough season. I mean, it, it it feels like with the Bucks, you know, they just can't figure it out at all, man. It's definitely been a, they're the opposite of what the <laughs> the NBA Bucks did. You know, the, won't be seeing the championship this year for Bucks gaming, but you know, um, got got some talent too, man. I like Plondo. Plondo's one of my favorite bigs in this league. You know, Reg is good. Just can't get it done, man. Just too. It's not getting the breaks they. You thought they would have. You know, I thought they'd be better than this, but disappointing. Definitely disappointing. But like I said, Magic and Celtics um, matchup. And in game one, 79-72 by the Magic. And then, like we said, a sweep. They took care of business, 76-70. Game one, you know, just... Just playing good defense. They played solid defense. Second quarter got a little out of hand for them, but then you know, for the most part, they played solid. You know, uh, they they played solid. You know, FT. You know, FT gonna do his thing, but it, you know, control everyone else. You know, no one really went off. On the, you know, walking bucket only had fourteen. You know, didn't take enough shots. I mean, they didn't really put up a lot of shots too. You know, um, so that's good by Magic. You know, Rezzy went off, Snubby, you know, they got one of the best backcourts in the league. May 12 and 12, DT 14 and 6. Just solid performance in that game one. It took care of business. And that led them to game two in the sweep. And in the sweep, like I said, 76 to 70 in game two. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, FT and, and Worthen Colt for, um, for Celtics. They had what, fifty three, fifty three points. Everyone else had, I think, sixteen or seventeen points combined. Not gonna get it done. You're just not gonna get it done. Um, and Magic, out to me, I think we all love to see those big breakout games from someone get a forty fifty point gamer. But man, when you, well, I love seeing the stat sheet where it's 16, 19, 20, everyone contributed. You know, May had a double double, Potts had 10, you know, in two blocks. Future Clutch, 15 points, three three pointers, missed one shot. Snubby and, and Rizzy, you know, they didn't have to go crazy. Combined 34 points, 35 points, excuse me. You know, both almost had double doubles in, with, with the. You know, Rezzy has 16 and 8, and Snubby has 19 and 9. That's great balance. That's awesome balance. You want that. You want that. You know, and I need that. I need to see more of that. I love balanced teams. You know, I love to see that balance. So, great performance. Like I said, we got some sweeps. Knicks and 
Knicks and, and Wizards, you know, um, pulled out the split, like we just mentioned. Magic, Celtics ended in a sweep. Pistons, Bucks ended in a sweep. And Warriors and Kings. See, I should have tallied the sweeps because I, I got a bunch of them. Uh, but Magic Gaming goes to 12 and 14, a much needed win. They have played, you know, if all their games were at home, they might be the best team in the league. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. 10 and 2 are at home and 2 and 12 on the road. That's crazy. They've lost all, all but two games on the road. You know, they won all but two games on the road. It's wild. And the Celtics at 10 and 12 lost two in a row under 500. Um, it's it just wild. It, it, it is wild, and we're getting close to the playoffs. Wizards sit up top the East, while the T-Bulls sit up top the West. Pacers right behind them, though. Only sitting right behind them. Got a win over them in the in the win column. They got their their ninth, their nineteen win, nineteen and seventeen. You know, with just a few percentage points. You know, T was a few percentage points above Pacers. And the Wizards got a nice, you know, Wizards are two up on Hornets. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun, but that's going to that's gonna end it. That's going to end it. You know, uh, bounce past Thursdays. You know, uh, oh, always a pleasure to talk to you people on the Nothing But Net Radio channel, on Dash Radio Chris LeBron on the helm from the Off the Ball Podcast, Off the Ball Network. And on that note, guys, man, let's get ready for another, you know, f- you know, wild Friday for tomorrow. Gonna be dope. The guy JP, the franchise, is gonna be on the post game show. So you know what it is. 7 p.m. sharp. Be here. YouTube, Twitch, whatever you prefer. Be here. We're going to have another tremendous Friday night. You know, Friday night fire. You know, it is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to live up to it. We're going to have another great, you know, cap off this weekend. Start tomorrow. And as we inch closer to the playoffs. But that is it for me. I'm your boy, Chris LeBron. Remember to follow me on Twitter on Off The Ball Pod. And go follow the Off The Ball Network, OTB underscore network. Go check out all the great content we have there. Make sure to check out. Make sure you're down. You, you If you're not, if you don't have the Dash Radio app right now and your friends don't have it, go make sure your friend downloads it. It's on iOS. It's on Android. You know, you got a sidekick. I think, you know. Go use the sidekick download. You got a you got a next tail? Download the dash radio. Find a way. You know, there's too many dope shows on the Nothing But Net Radio channel. You know? Too many dope shows. You know, off the ball. We got off the ball Mondays. Off the ball Mondays alone. Come on. What you missing out? The Hoopers? Breaking the game? Up in flames? Off the ball? You know, post game show, hey man, and so many other dope shows. So make sure you download the app. And like I said, tomorrow we will be live after the conclusion of the games. JP the franchise on the call. So on that note, once again, guys, 
Have a blessed night. Take care. Be well. Be safe. Chris LeBron. Peace and love, everyone. What is good, 2K League? This is the NBA 2K League postgame show. What a Friday night fire! Oh, man, we had two sweeps and we had a split series. Oh, my goodness. My goodness gracious. Hey, you're listening to the NBA 2K League postgame show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. I am your host, JP Franchise 57 from Off The Ball Network. And man, I'll tell you what, them games were exciting tonight, man. We're going to go ahead and get into each of the series tonight, especially the game of the week between the Grizz and the Gen G Tigers. So let's go ahead and get into the first series the Mavs Gaming versus the Jazz Gaming and this one was the Jen versus Splashy Battle I mean goodness gracious they were just going neck for neck here in the first game Jen with 40 points and Splashy with 36 points and 11 assists but the Jazz end up Taking the victory 87 to 83. It was a very tight battle. Now, the one thing that was very interesting about this first game is that there was only 10 turnovers total for that game for both of those teams. So that is pretty good. That is pretty good, if you ask me here. So let me go ahead and give them that round of applause. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. It was a swing back and forth. The Jazz won the first quarter. Mass won the second quarter. And then the Jazz kind of won the third and fourth quarter. But still was a very tight battle. But it came to who showed up more on their teams. And you see that. A couple people from the Jazz Gaming showed up better than the Mavs Gaming. Lottie with 15 points. Lord Beezus played consistent. He had 19 points that first game. And Rhea with 14 points and 12 rebounds. For the Mavs, Reese Mode had 16 points and Sick One had 15 points. So, and 11 rebounds. So, but the Jazz still picked up the victory. And here comes the second game where we saw, like I said, Jen versus Splashy Part 2. You see Jen with 38 points and Splashy with 39 points and 10 assists. But the Jazz Gaming picked up that victory yet again 79 to 75 I mean Splashy's just unbelievable every time he scores a basket it's just Splash, splash, splash here. So, but um, Lottie with 12 points and Weir with 18 points and 16 rebounds for the Jazz and for the Mavs. Reese Moe with 20 points and Sigmund with 12 points and 15 rebounds. So the Mavs had 27 rebounds the whole game. It was still like the same back and forth though. So the Jazz won the first quarter, then the Mavs won the second quarter. Jazz won the third quarter, but it was a little bit different um, in the fourth quarter. Jazz really survived because the Mavs were scoring more points than them in the fourth quarter, but the Jazz really survived that second game. Uh, Zay, who's supposed to be one of the best offensive power forwards in the game, just he just needs a Snickers-like. 
Bruh. I mean, he needs he needs. Bruh. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. If he is an offensive power forward, he should be getting buckets. I don't know if he's not getting touches or he's just not fitting well with the mask. But he just didn't play well in both them games. So I expected more from Zay. But the Jazz swept the Mavs two to zero to keep their playoff alive. The Jazz are now seventeen and nine, and the Mavs are six and eighteen. As of tonight, the Jazz kept up their playoff hopes and everything. One of the top five teams in their conference. We'll get into the top five teams from each conference a little bit later on. And let's go ahead and talk about the second game where we saw the T-Wolves versus the Cavs Legion tonight. And for everyone that don't know, the Cavs Legion basically is undefeated against the T-Wolves game, and the T-Wolves game haven't won a game this season against the Cavs Legion. And, man, I'll tell you what, the first game between the T-Wolves and Cavs Legion basically just goes like this. On the T-Wolves part, bad defense. They could not even play a lick of defense. Old Fab and Strano went off. I mean, they just went off. Pretty much Old Fab with 28 points and 16 assists and Strano with 20 points. Let me just read you. Let me just read it to you again. Old Fab with 28 points and 16 assists. Strano with 20 points just went off. Strano didn't miss a three-point shot out. He went six for six. The the thing that was so interesting about that first game is D-Law scoring the first four points. It was just impactful, very impactful with them dunks. And he ended up with 19 points and 16 rebounds, only missing three shots. He was 9 out of 12, 14 out of 21 in three-point shot for the Cavs, 21 rebounds total, 21 assists total in the first game. Like I say, it was bad defense by the T-Wolves. And the T-Wolves never won a quarter in scoring. Basically, the Cavaliers won each quarter in scoring. They could never let off the gas pedal and everything. You see Bell the Beast, you know, he still had a pretty good game with 17 points, 10 assists facilitating the game. Shifty Kai didn't have that explosive Shifty Kai game, but he had 23 points. Slaughter with 19 points and 10 rebounds. Ah, man, the T-Wolves, you know, they didn't really shoot the ball really well, so it was just a bit disappointing. Big Saint, which I was expecting to do a little bit more in that first game. Basically, we had to do this to him. Right, where you at, Big Saint? Where are you at? Where are you at? I mean, I am looking for you. Like, your consistency is somewhere out there. I don't know where you at. What happened? What happened in that first game? Only had three points. Three points! Three points! Come on. Your name is Big Saint. Supposed to be consistent. Only three points. That's disappointing. That is just disappointing. The Cavs Legion just basically put the nail in the coffin in the first game, 84-67. Then game two here, well, it was about to be the same thing as well. But uh, a fourth quarter explosion, 28-15 from the T-Wolves. The Cavs had it. The Cavs had it. And then the T-Wolves made an explosive comeback. Like, just, oh, my goodness. They came back. So, OFAB 
had 39 pretty much led the Cavs Legion team. Like nobody else didn't really, you know, play really well because they wasn't getting a lot of touches and all that. And that was very interesting. So Ofa had 39 points and seven assists, played really well and had more touches than pretty much the whole um for the players, like you could, like the most someone had other than that was probably like six to seven. So, yeah, six to seven touches. So, you know, you thought you could get at least like 10, 11 from other people, but only six to seven touches for the next guy. So, Big Rim had 12 points. D Law didn't really have that same game like he had in game one where he impacted. Um, he had 11 rebounds, and there was they, and then the Cavs had 20 rebounds total and seven assists. But Shifty Kai with the dagger just finish him. I mean, when he hit that dagger, it was fatality. I mean, hit the dagger three, cold-blooded three at the end. Shifty Kai with 25 points. Bill DeBeast facilitating well with 15 points and 13 assists. Big Say actually showed up. The I told you the consistency somewhere is somewhere out there. Came out and played better than he did the first game. 14 points and slaughter with 19 points and 10 rebounds was 9 out of 10. 26 to 6 for the T-Wolves. I'm Pretty disappointed in the T-Wolves, though, because they could play a lot better than they did. Um, you basically, I mean, this this was the first victory against the Cavs Legion. The Cavs Legion basically won all their games, and finally they won. They finally won the game against the Cavs Legion. So, I, but I'm still very disappointed because the playoffs is coming. The playoffs is coming. They're coming close. You can't break down. You can't. You can't just be inconsistent. You have to play aggressive. You got to play aggressive. You got to get after it here. You have to. So you can't let up. You can't lay it up. And you can see at the end of the second game where you saw each T was, there was no smiling. There was no high-fiving. There was no dancing. You could just see their faces knowing that they could play better. And that's what marks a good team is that when you know you're not playing well, even though you won in survival, then you know you got to play a lot better than that. And then you got to up the ante and practice so that you'd be ready for those playoffs and everything. So the T-Wolves, luckily, are still alive in playoff hopes and everything. Still one of the top five teams in their conference. So they're 19-7 and seven as of tonight. And the Cavs Legion is 8-16 and 16 as of tonight. It was a split series. So... Definitely shout out to both teams and everything. You are listening to the NBA 2K League post game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. Shout out to the guys on Dash Radio and Nothing But Net Radio. I'm JP from Off the Ball Network. Definitely check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram on Off the Ball Network. We're giving you a lot of articles and podcasts. Definitely check us out. We also have OffTheBallNetwork.com for all your sports needs, so check us out. Shout out to the guys at Off The Ball Network doing their thing. Our one-year anniversary show is coming up this Monday. Man, it is just so fortunate and blessful that we are making it 
we are still kicking it for a year. So definitely shout out to the guys on Off the Ball Network too as well. And the playoffs are coming. If you haven't heard the news from the 2K League this week, the playoffs is going to be in person. And it's going to be in Dallas, Texas at the Mavs Gaming Facility starting Thursday, August 26th at 5 p.m. on Twitch and YouTube live, live stream. Also on Dash Radio, ES Revolution, EGG Network in Southeast Asia, Loco in India, Sport One in Europe and Tencent in China and then also the week before the playoffs we have the other teams that didn't make the playoffs are going to go in the ticket which starts Thursday August 19th the winning team in each conference in the ticket is going to be under the 11th and 12th spot in the playoffs and also for the NBA 2K League playoffs, $1 million prize, $1 million prize. I might as well go ahead and assemble my 2K team and get into the playoffs and all that. $1 million cash and prize there. So the winning team will get that. That winning team will get that. And definitely want to thank one of our sponsors for Off the Ball Network, my bookie. Use promo code Off the Ball to get into the bets and everything. Starting off with $1,000. So Use promo code off the ball for my bookie and check out mybookie.com and check out some bets and everything. And speaking of dancing, man, Friday night fire, man. Oh my goodness gracious. This is how we do it on Friday night fire. You are listening to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. This is JP, the Franchise 57 from Off The Ball Network. And man, I'll tell you what, man, the last two games, man, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and get into the 76ers GC versus the Blazers game. And, and game one, I'm basically going to just play you this right here. That theme song right there, you know, just old score scoring. I mean, pretty much a low scoring game. 10 to 9 in the first quarter for both of those teams. Final score 63 to 61. You saw a really defensive classic game here. Um, basically, you know, the 76ers exploded 22 to 13 in terms of scoring in the second quarter. Saw the Blazers exploded 29 to 10 in the third quarter. So it was pretty much just like a classic defensive game and everything. Um, Man, Bash had 26 points. Squiddy with 17 points. Goofy 757 with 10 points and 20 rebounds. Uh, 25 rebounds for the Blazers. And then the 76ers, Dre with 18 points and 10 assists. A-Wooks with 25 points and Walnut. And this is also supposed to be like Walnut facing his formal team. And basically, I don't know what happened to him tonight, though. I mean, he had 16 points in the first game, but it wasn't just, it wasn't like an explosive one. It was more like... (laughs) 
Just, uh, just, uh, it was just like that with Walnut tonight, though. But, you know, the Blazers definitely survived uh, game one, uh, 63 to 61. And let's go ahead and get into game two. And pretty much, I just, uh, goodness gracious, I, I can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Yeah, pretty much we just saw like the Blazers just <laughs> the Blazers pretty much just demolished the 76ers 89 to 68. It was a blowout. 40 Borgo for Bash. He had like 20 some points in the first half. I mean, this guy was just hot. You could not stop him. I mean, you just could not stop him. Everything was this. Splash. Pretty much like he was Damian Lillard of the Blazers. Like I said, 45 points and 11 assists. Goofy 757 with 26 points and 16 rebounds. Squaddy with 11 points. 25 rebounds total for the Blazers, 20 assists for the Blazers, 10 steals for the Blazers, and the 76ers, I mean, the turnover game was just awful, 10 turnovers, definitely got to play better than that, Dre didn't have that impactful game, that's the interesting thing. You know, Dre's usually like the score, but he didn't really have like that impactful game. And, you know, you have to make your mark. You have to make a statement here, especially tonight against a good Blazers team that's coming up in the charts, trying to make the playoffs and everything. So they'll get hot at the right time. But Dre had only 14 points and 10 assists and a works had 15 points. Underway to go 12 points, D's with 14 points, Walnut, like I said, Crickets, 13 points, only 10 rebounds, just no, that that's not going to count if, uh, as, a, as a team, only 10 rebounds, come on now, you got to do better than that, 22 assists total for the 76ers, um, man, I'll tell you what, the Blazers game in each, the, the first three quarters, they hit a shot at the end, just making those shots like, man, they were just like, man, I, I'll tell you what, man, I'll get the buzzer beetle, um, <laughs> buzzer beetle badge if I have to. <laughs> I mean, they were just killing. So the Blazers swept the 76ers two games to zero. Not a great look for the 76ers uh, gaming especially being one of those top five teams in the playoffs and everything. They are now 13-9 as of tonight. And Blazers game, since winning both games, went up 13-11 and as of tonight. So definitely congratulations to Blazers gaming for their victory against the 76ers in this series. And let's go ahead and get into the last game here. The game of the week here, Grizz Gaming versus the Gen G Tigers, where we saw in a very just tight game. It was a very tight game. GNG is a really good team. They're very good. They're very inconsistent. They have the lead, but then it gets into a close game, like a Utah Jazz of the 90s. Well, it's just pretty much like just close games throughout each game they play. So the Grizz game has survived 76 to 74. Vandy with 32 points and 11 assists. It was Vandy versus Jay Money Show, pretty much like both of those games. Um, 
So Vandy with 32 points and 11 assists. Uh, Jay Money with 28 points and 11 assists. Definitely good battle. Um, Spartan with 11 points from Grizz. Authentic African, who is the leading rebounder in the NBA 2K League, uh, had 22 points and 12 rebounds. Very interesting uh Stat right here tonight, uh, you know, the Grizz had five steals, seven blocks. Really impressive, really impressive. And, um, you know, Beast Move, who was supposed to be one of the best shooting guards in the NBA, um, played all right. Wasn't the best Beast Move, you know. Um, still trying to look out for him and stuff. He plays well one game or one series and then he disappears the next series uh but you know the first game he had 16 points now what was interesting Genji changed the lineup so feast usually plays the center position but he moved to power four which was still not a great look i mean he didn't really do well tonight in that power four position though um but um saw um, with Saucy with uh, 15 points and 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Uh, 22 assists for Gen G. It was a tight game throughout, though, but the Grizz survived game one. And game two, a uh, very tight game again. The game of turnovers pretty much like playing in the All-Star game. <laughs> so each team committed 12 turnovers in that second game, but it was a very tight battle. But Gen G actually put out the victory 74-71. to Jay Money was just Fabulous, was fabulous this game. Uh, had a 40 bogle, had a 40 bogle, um, 40 points and 10 assists. Definitely survived and was hitting his free throws too as well. When the Grizz was trying to make a comeback, Chess with a long range uh, three point shot. And definitely, uh, Jay Bunny definitely. Uh, Kept his cool on the pressure and hit those free throws. Definitely a great job, Jay Money. Uh, the Grizz, the Vandy with 24 points and 11 assists. Chess with 15 points. Spartan with 17 points. I think the African didn't really have a great game, um, especially rebounding. You know, only eight rebounds, nine points. Definitely not enough. You know, he didn't really play well in that second game. Uh, Beast move with only 12 points. Like I said, you know, he plays inconsistent. But Genji definitely pick up the victory 74 to 71. Grids game in is now 16 and 10. And Genji is now 12 and 12. Uh, very tight race in the playoffs and everything. Uh, Grids, like I said, still one of those top five teams um, that could get to the playoffs and everything. And like I said, later on, we're going to get into the top five teams in each conference um, who's going to be going into the playoffs so far. So definitely tune in after the second music break. And man, I'll tell you what, on the second music break, before we get into that, though, you're listening to the NBA 2K League postgame show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. I'm JP from Off The Ball Network. And man, you are listening to the NBA 2K League Post game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. I'm JP Franchise 57 from Off the Ball Network. Definitely follow the 2K League uh, show on Twitter at NBA 2K League Show. And also follow Off the Ball Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And definitely check out our website, OffTheBallNetwork.com, for all your sports needs, articles, podcasts, everything you need is on OffTheBallNetwork.com. We also have a YouTube channel, Off the Ball Network. Definitely check us out on YouTube. Man, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Thank you so much, Dash Radio, Nothing But Net Radio, for putting us in. 
and definitely doing the 2K League post game show. It is an honor and privilege to do this. So thank y'all so, so much. And definitely want to thank one of our sponsors for Off the Ball Network, MyBookie. Use promo code Off the Ball. Go to MyBookie.com for going ahead and do your bets. Again, the promo code will be Off the Ball. So let's go ahead and also um, talk about the top five teams in each conference here that's going to be um, so far possibly going to the playoffs, but start on August 26th at 5 p.m. in Dallas, in person. So there's going to be a lot of trash talking and everything. I'm excited. I can't wait for it and everything. So starting off on the Western Conference so far, the Pacers are the number one team. Then the T-Wolves, after getting destroyed by the Cavs tonight, is now number two. So the Pacers and T-Wolves are fighting for that number one spot. Number three, the Jazz. The Jazz is coming up and everything, uh, winning their games. Number four is the Warriors. And then number five is the Pistons. But the Blazers are number six, and they are rolling right now. So Pistons have to fight. <laughs> have to fight the rest of the season because you don't want to see the Blazers going into that number five spot. And then for the East, uh, the Wizards clinch their number one spot on Thursday. And we figured we figured out tonight that the Hornets are clinched. So they're the number two seed in the East, followed by the Grizzlies, then the 76ers, and then the next next so definitely is the, those are the top five teams in each conference and everything and the people the teams that didn't make the conference you can definitely watch them going into the ticket which starts august 19th the winning team in each conference will earn the 11th and 12th spot in the playoffs one million dollar prize in the playoffs if you win the championship so Definitely get locked in, get tuned in. I know the players are excited. I know the players is going to um, be locked in, and they're definitely trying to get that cash prize. I'm talking about the teams that's going to go into the playoffs. So my final thoughts about tonight is you just saw that, you know, the Jazz are something serious and also the Blazers something serious too as well, sweeping their respective teams tonight and also – you know, we have to expect a lot more out of the T-Wars. Um, didn't really play the best series, even though they finally won a game against the Cavs Legion, which they could never they could never beat that team until the second game tonight. So and you can, like I said, you saw at the end of the second game that they was not high-fiving, was not happy. They could play a lot better than that. So definitely expect something different, a different mentality for the T-Wolves going into the next games, um, into the um, regular season before hitting to the playoffs. So those are my final thoughts and everything. Thank you so much for tuning in to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. I'm JP Franchise from Off The Ball Network. Stay safe. Good night. God bless. What's going on? What's going on, people? Welcome back to another NBA 2K League post-game show here on nothing but net radio station on dash radio i am your host for the night jelani brown as i am always on this saturday night showdown for you 
Rolling Solo Dolo again, bringing you all the latest of the NBA 2K League news, everything that happened today in the matchups, what's going to happen moving forward after today's matchups, just everything going on in the world of NBA 2K League. So definitely excited to be here with you guys tonight. Hope you guys are excited. Hope you guys are happy that you caught some, you know, pretty exciting games tonight, some, you know, in the sweeps, but all in all the less, you know, everything was pretty exciting, pretty close and, you know, good games, good matches. And we're rolling down to the end of the season, guys. Like we're almost there another week or so. And, you know, August 19th is around the corner and we'll be playing in the ticket and we'll be seeing teams that, you know, are vying for the prize and that are vying for that championship spot. So, like I said, everything's winding down very, very quickly, but let's get to tonight's action. And we're going to start with the early games, the matchups between Genji Tigers and the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, Wizard District Gaming. They both had um, a pretty, well, first game was pretty entertaining. Second game, Wizards District pretty much ran away with it. But nonetheless, like I said, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk the games and talk everything that happened within them. So... Like I said, uh, Matt or Wizards District Gaming took the sweep. They took the first game, 67 to 53, and uh, pretty much how we got there. Wizards District, you know, pretty much in the first half, they had 39 points, pushing the lead to nine before halftime. So they had a pretty big, you know, jump in points before going into halftime. Basically, they went to halftime pretty hot, and they came out halftime pretty hot as well. Definitely helped their case in winning the game. Gingy Tigers were hanging close with Salk, in particular scoring seamlessly at you know will in the first half. So he was pretty much their their engine in the beginning. You know they just had no answer for JBM on the other end of things. So you know who controlled the ball on both and who controlled the ball on both sides. Third quarter was you know you know neither team could really get away break away. It was pretty much even. Um, in that quarter, I believe both teams scored. Uh, it was relatively low. It was pretty much a defensive battle in that third quarter. I believe GNG Tigers had 11. Wizards District Gaming had 12. Separate and, and get themselves a lead after that one. So going into the fourth quarter, Wizards District Gaming, they were eventually able to take a 10-point lead going into from building up a lead a little bit from the first quarter and the second quarter just from what they did in the half. was able to add on a point going into the fourth quarter from GNG Tigers 11-12. And in the fourth, a lot of lot of the same. He pretty much kept their foot on the gas pedal and was able to you know pull out a seven or a six point win, sixty seven to seventy three behind behind the play of JBM that got started early and got fast. He had twenty ten. B Rich also has seven as well. Nudini with ten and Dave Fry with fifty and just awkward with nine as well. So everybody kind of chipped. It was pretty pretty balanced overall game. It was eight from eight from eleven from the field and four from six. It was also five from seven from three as well. So pretty balanced game by them offense well. On the other side of G Tigers, uh Saw Saucy led the way. Had seventeen and seventeen assists big time this game for him, helping get everybody else involved. Don also had six as well. The backcourt wasn't as lethal. Like I said, J Money did have a pretty good high assist game as well with 17 assists point wise only 17 be not really adding much eight points so typically don't see that too much for him three from seven from the field he struggled a little bit in that first matchup and you know kind of struggled the rest of the night as well but it said it's able to kind of keep it close behind their inner saucy but other than that they, they like I say it was just a tough a tough game for them obviously playing the number one seed in the east um they kept close or tried to keep close for a while but just could never find the magic to Pull it within maybe from four or two in order to, you know, make a comeback and, and pull out a win. But all in all, like I said, they kept the first game close. 
Although the second game was pretty much not like that at all. Second game, like I said, was a district game and did sweep. So they end up taking this one by a 23-point margin, 23-point win. And um, with, with this one, uh, defense right defense right from the word go as both teams, you know, pretty much seemed intent on getting the game close to gaming. Once again, they got to, you know, eat out or lead out to a first half. Lead. This time, they only led by eight points. But, you know, all in all, it was a lead at halftime. 31-23 to 23 is, uh, you know, pretty tough going for Gingy Tigers in that first quarter, especially only being able to score nine points going to second quarter already down by 10. Like I said, but was able to, to cut into the lead a little bit, going to half only down by eight and stop the bleeding. But coming out of halftime, you know, G&G was able to outscore with District Gaming in the third quarter, but wasn't really able to stop them you know, either. So wasn't really able to cut that much into the lead. They did go into the fourth quarter, only down by five, but it didn't really feel like it because the fourth quarter, Wizard District Gaming just pretty much blitzed them. Outscored 18th quarter as a whole. Just put up 28 points on them in the fourth to Gingy Tigers 10. Second half was a statement. It seemed like it was going to be a statement from Gingy Tigers because you know, they were able to match the first half total. I was able to cut into and probably make say, that fourth quarter something woke something awoken. You know the Wizards District game and, and it, it just it just was no stopping them from there. You know they were just way 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 too much G Tigers and they were able to close out the game in dominant fashion, winning the game by 20. Five point game, snap. Um, but in this one, in this one, like I said, be, be smooth, did struggle, you know, pretty much all night. Only put up eight points in this contest as well. Didn't shoot that bad from the field, just he didn't really get up shots. He went three from four from the field, two from two from three point range. Jay Money had 23 points and six assists, not as high as an assist game, but almost matched his assist total with turnovers. You know, I hate turnovers, and typically I always look at that stat. If your team's turning over, typically your team's not winning. Your point guard has five of them, it's not a good look. He has five of the Probably came down towards the end as well. They weren't timely turning over. They were costing on the other side of things. JBM, 24 points and 7 assists. Just awkward. The game high of 29 points. And Dave Fry with his triple-double. Shout-out to Dave Fry. 16 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. So definitely a big, big game from the big man. 8 from 9 from the field. Love to see you in big man. And a double-double. triple-double, that's nothing to bet at eye for centers. Shout-out to um, Wizards District Gaming. Shout-out to Dave Fry for you know putting up that stat line. And... They took them home, you know, two wins on the night. Got them, like I said, kind of showed their dominance and presence in the East by being and showing why they're the number one team. Shout out to those guys over there. Gingy Tigers it is tough taking the loss. Better yet, two losses on the night to the number one seed, but they're not out of it. They're still in the thicket in the playoff race. So hopefully they are able to bounce back next week and have their held high after its tough losses. But we will move on to the next matchup on the night, which also ended in sweeps. We had Mavs Gaming versus Bucks Gaming face off against each other tonight. Um, like I said, this one this one was pretty close contest for both um, for both games. It was pretty pretty good games, heavily contested as well. You know, in this one, scoring kind of let off right away. Both had really really big. First quarters in scoring, as you can see, probably by the end score, it was 88 to 82. Mavs Gaming won this one, but they started off hot and heavy in the first quarter, scoring in bunches. Bucks Gaming was up by two after one frame, 27 to 25. And second quarter was pretty much a lot of the same. You know, Mavs Gaming kept it close heading to halftime. You know, but they just couldn't stop stop Bucks Gaming from scoring, and honestly, the opposite. Bucks Gaming couldn't stop Mavs Gaming, but. Bucks Gaming did go into halftime up by four points, you know, looking like they were maybe in control of this game, up, I believe, 49 to 45, um, coming out of halftime. 
Fnatic's gaming completely turned it around. You know, they, you know, kind of the, the where it came from. Well, both third and fourth quarter they outscored the Bucks gaming, but the third quarter they did have a very, very quarter, um, putting up 22 points and were able to stop, was able to start putting stops together and, and keeping the Bucks from scoring. And like I said, they outscored by five points in that quarter. Reggie Plondo, or yeah, Reggie and Plondo were pretty much a two-man show for the Bucks gaming early on. Reg put up 32 and 13, while Plondo added 20. It you know, it looked like Bucks game was in control for most of the game. Like I said, second half it, it kind of you know turned around for Mavs game, and they were able to put a lot of stops together. And was stat-wise like a squad with Adam a game. Plondo actually carried the crew for Mavs gaming. A big game by Jen, 38 points and 14 from 21 from field. 10 threes that he 10 three um, Reese mode also added twister styles with 12 sick one with 15 as well but it just was not or actually when i'm talking enough to put up put them over the hump against at 38 and everybody kind of 10 threes by jen completely ridiculous just utterly ridiculous could not stop that second half is things kind of got turned mavs gaming was able to pull this one out you know, add to their win column but game two like i said mavs game did end up sweeping a little bit a little bit more of the same, just a little bit less scoring. But first quarter, both teams got off to another hot offensive start with Mavs gaming this time leading by one point after the frame, 25 to 4. You know, neither team could really, neither team could really either stop either all night, honestly, until the fourth quarter of this game with a second. Mavs gaming did start to clamp up, but this game closed it. But both teams just were on their offensive games. And sometimes you just see that from two squads which makes it honestly even more fun to to check out and watch but you know Mavs gaming took a three-point lead to have time the game could have you know haven't couldn't have gone either way at that point just like last game but gaming took a four-point game four-point lead excuse me into halftime but Mavs game found a way to turn things around in the second half so it very well could have been the opposite for Mavs gaming and Bucks gaming could have turned things around the second half in this second matchup but on all that did not happen Mavs Gaming was able to stay in control. They were able to stay focused. And even though neither team could really find separation in the third quarter, Bucks Gaming did outscore Mavs Gaming by three, but they couldn't find too, too much separation. I believe that meant that Mavs Gaming was going into the fourth quarter tied with Bucks Gaming. But like I said, Mavs Gaming was able to finally step up and play some defense. This was the first quarter where a team pretty much held the other team to under, I believe, 15 points or Sorry, 12 points in the quarter. And Mavs Gaming, like I said, came up and started to clamp them in the fourth quarter. But it made things tough for Bucks Gaming to score. Um, forced some turnovers for sure. Like I said, they had 10 total as a team for you know Bucks Gaming. And they were able to pull away and take a nine-point victory, 76-67. to So they found that separate putting together a seven-point. Huge, huge game. Another huge game by Reg in this one. 30 points assists for the Bucks, But... All in all, wasn't enough to get Plondo also have for him, but wasn't enough to put them over. His competition, the you know the other point guard on the other side of things, put up 35 and six to styles with six, six one, 14. Mavs gaming starting to starting to find their rhythm, starting to find their groove with you know with the diamond train being completed a few weeks ago. They are now starting to like I said, find you know find their identities, find themselves, and figure out that point guard. And Jen has you know done a great job since it looks like things are shaping up and filling out for them. And maybe they'll continue to you know show their dominance and make a run in the ticket and you know later on the NBA 2K League playoffs. So as for Bucks gaming, another tough loss, not one to see them take. You know this time time of year, obviously getting swept also doesn't you know do justice as well. So a lot of things to figure out on no them. 
they are towards the bottom of towards the bottom of the conference. They are four and twenty, so they don't really have too too much to worry about with playoff seeding. They do show themselves well and, and have a great ticket run in order to even insert their names in the playoffs. But like I said, just kind of tough tough year on their end. Don't want to see them get swept. But and I'm sure they don't want Mavs gaming was able to get two wins. They're just one spot above them, but you know, not too too far behind some teams that are vital spots. You know, Cavs they can you know, make a run, put together some wins, and be able to maybe jump some spots so who knows but but it's already happened and it's here now is me continuing breaking down the games that we saw tonight on saturday showdown here on the nba 2k league show again this is your official nba 2k post game show with me jelani brown on the nothing but net radio station Ash radio Getting to the rest of the games for tonight the last two matchups that we did have pretty good contested heated battles that we saw tonight and both of these we saw go to a third game we had Celtics crossover gaming versus 76ers GC and Cavs Legion GG so we will start with Celtics gaming or Celtics crossover gaming versus 76ers GC first on the night um excuse me in this first battle we saw 76ers beat Celtics crossover gaming by a score of eight points like I said pretty good game pretty back and forth heavily you know heavily contested 76ers are one of the squads that we do know like I said are headed by Dre and one wild walnut typically if those two are going your team is in good shape and more than likely going to win but this one looked like a point guard battle point guard matchup so because Celtics game is also no slouches they have FT they got walking bucket they got Worthing Coat, they got some guys over there as well so this was a heavy hitting matchup man a very very big time game um first quarter first frame Celtics crossover took the score 20 to 17 and you know was feeling good feeling themselves but the second quarter it was uh you know 76ers gaming kind of came alive and you know flipped the script on um Celtics crossover gaming and was able to go into halftime up by five points behind you know Dre's you know spectacular performance coming out of halftime Pretty much, you know, 76ers show, they still outscore Celtics crossover gaming by one in third and by two in the fourth. So they was able to keep their lead, keep their foot on the pedal or put their put their put their foot on Celtics crossover gaming neck, put their keep their foot on the gas and continue to play basketball well. Like I said, and take an eight point win. Like I said from pretty much from the second quarter on, it was 76ers game you know, to kind of in control or to kind of to lose. Like I said, it was a lot, of, a lot of back and forth action, a lot of offense as well as we saw on Celtics crossover gaming. FT put up 37 points and 11 assists, five or 15 from 22 from the field and seven from 11 from deep. Um, seven threes is big time. Like I said, and only having one turnover. FT had an incredible game. Walking bucket, only nine. Didn't add too much in the scoring column. Went half from the or went fifty percent from the field, three from six, and fifty percent from three, one from two. Didn't get that that many shots up as normal. Worthing Cole had twenty two and seven and six assists as well. So doing a lot, you know, the dirty work um, for this squad. As for seventy sixers game, like I said, Dre and one wall walnut are having them a game. Then you can expect wins. Um, but they also saw contributions from A Rooks. You know the. the Late or yeah, late midseason acquisition. Um, underrated go as well, adding 13 points. Um, one Walnut had 18, and Dre had 35 and 11. 
14 from 20 overall. So you can say just that rookie point guard, not playing like a rookie, not looking like a rookie. And obviously at this point in the season, it's hard to even call him a rookie still. But leading his team to a game one victory and doing it in style, 35 points, 11 assists. You know, great job on his part and great job for 76ers game of snatching the first win on the night. But it was not over from there. Second game came into fold, and Celtics crossover gaming knew their backs was against the wall. Didn't want to go down another game to 76ers gaming and slip more in the Eastern Conference standings because they are pretty much in the pack middle of things. They are now, after tonight, one spot out of the eighth slot, even with Genji taking a sweeping to the Wizards district gaming. But they knew if they didn't get this win, it could have been a lot worse. They could have been down more than just a game back from that eighth spot. But like I said, the second game, they came out and answered the bell. Um, this game pretty much took its turn in the second quarter when they Celtics crossover game was able to help 76ers gaming to only 11 points scored and put up 21 of the by themselves while also already leading by five. So they went into halftime with a 15-point lead and, you know, it looked like at times that it would get lost um, with 76ers of gaming, of course, have guys over there that can score, put the ball in the hoop with Dre A. Rooks and one wild walnut. But Celtics kept them at bay and then was able to control the game, even though they got outscored the two quarters in the second half. They didn't get outscored by much. Third quarter by six and the fourth quarter by two. So they was able to take a seven-point victory and was able to force a game three and not go home with a sweep on the night. Again, we saw another incredible performance by FT with 32 points and 10 assists. Walking Bucket had 12 points, Bully with 10, and Worthingcote with 17 and 13 as well. And a win, Dre on the other side of things, 23 and 10. Another pretty good game, but just not enough. They found themselves in a hole early and just wasn't able to climb out of it. A-Rooks had put up 20 along with Jerry's 23 and one Walnut. One Wild Walnut. Sorry, try to say that 10 times fast, three times fast. One Wild Walnut, 17 points, 10 boards so like i said not enough overall but was able to try to climb back in the game and make it a competition but in the third game it was <clears throat> excuse me in the third game actually i don't know even what am i even talking about there was no third game it just ended in a split tonight y'all excuse me for saying in the third game yeah it just ended in the split good thing for Celtics crossover game like i said because if they did lose in a sweep they would have fell down the standings back two games versus one as for 76ers gaming they are still in a pretty healthy position nuts gc is right there behind them vying and looking for their fourth place spot but 76ers gaming is still in a comfortable spot at the fourth spot was looking to possibly jump the grizz gaming and get to the third but you know with the loss that they took staying staying put at fourth still being behind grizz gaming horn venom and wizards Sorry guys, I don't know where I thought they were from. I'm thinking it's I'm thinking it's the turn or the ticket that's already uh you know coming up, but no, only two games on the night. And we will finish up and wrap up with our last series of the night with Cavs Legion GC and Pistons GT playing and facing off another one, another wild one, honestly, um, that ended in a split. Both, well, first game was very, very competitive, very close. The second game was not that, to say the least. <laughs> but 
the first game, you know, Cavs Legion could have very well. We, we've talked so much about their struggles and, you know, how they've looked throughout the year and, you know, their, their, their different lineup they got going on over there. But right now they're sitting at eighth in the West and to continue to move up in spots. They are, you know, pretty far back from Kings guard gaming. But, you know, they've climbed from the depths of the Western Conference and now they're right there and possibly vying for a playoff spot. But to get to the game and game action, they led after the first quarter, 22-16. So they came out scoring the ball, but also locking up Piston GT as well. That got guys over there that can put the ball in the um, But second quarter, it, it was kind of a flip-flop. Um, Piston GT did start to put it on them while Cavs gaming did struggle to find buckets early on. So um, Piston's GT went into half up 42-37, I believe, only up by five but you know, nonetheless had a lead Cavs legion was able to get some time so i believe they went on a i want to say a 7-0 run to end the game um like i said they, they just chipped away third quarter they chipped away a little bit fourth quarter they went on i believe on a 7-0 run to end the game it was 71 to 78 and next thing i look at 78 to 78 with five seconds left um so Cavs legion did a great job of uh, forcing turnovers which i remember seeing and getting stops to in order and putting the ball in the bucket in order to even tie up the game and have a chance at the end um but with five seconds left pistons gt had the ball um at this point in the game it was kind of they were pretty much unstoppable and you know, if they got one more shot at winning the game, they was to try and put it away. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Piston GT inbound the ball. Like I said, with five seconds left, they got the ball to Cooks, who had, well, who's made shot, made 16 points on that, but at this point had 13. Radiant found Cooks you know, coming around on the screen, and it was a deep ball. I remember this definitely deep. Damn near almost half court. Excuse my language, but almost half court. Cooks shoots the ball, and it is a clean look, a clean shot, and it is a buzzer-beating win for Pistons GT over Cavs Legion Gaming, who fought so hard to climb back and find their way, or possibly at the end of the game, looking to hopefully go into overtime, but their hearts are broken with Cooks draining the shot and making three and put his squad up 81-78 to and take the win of the night for the first matchup. Radiant was spectacular with 33 points and 9 assists. Cooks, like I said, with the game-winning shot, 16 points and 3 assists, 2 steals. Pexile with 18 points. Idris, the GOAT, 6 with 7. And Ramo with 7, but 15 boards. So, great game overall by Pistons GT. They almost let the door open for Cavs Legion to steal one. And luckily they didn't because the second game was nothing like this first one. And uh, was able to steal and win and continue to you know hold their fifth rank spot in the West. As with two losses on the night, it's very possible they could have seen themselves fall as low as six or seven. But again, like I said, heartbreaking loss and heartbreaking fashion for Cavs Legion GC. Fought so hard to get back, but was you know no, nonetheless got their hearts ripped out and you know by a game winning three by Cooks and a deep one, mighty deep. But great shot by Cooks. Shout out to Cooks. Shout out to G, uh, Pistons GT for getting the dub. And we will move on to the second game in this matchup. Like I said, which nothing like the first one at all. It wasn't probably much to even talk about, but Cavs Legion just put it on them. I guess they were they showed that they were upset <laughs> about that shot. It came out in their play as they took. A 25-point win in the second matchup. They came out on fire again from offense. And, you know, Pistons GT, obviously, you know, they're going to punch back. They did in the second quarter. Um, 
keeping it close, but still didn't get didn't outscore Cavs Legion, who went into halftime up by nine. And from there on, they just kept continuing to put them on them. They scored 25 and 22 respectively in quarters three and four, and we only held Pistons GT to 13 and 18, kept them out, you know, off the three point line, out of the paint, and just kept them from, you know, scoring. Made forced them to shoot tough shots. Made them give you know, only give them one possession, and they kept it moving. They pretty much played lockdown defense and great overall, great overall game by them. Like as well, like I said, to in order to just you know not go home with a sweep. But there was one guy in particular that I have to. This is just ridiculous. I don't. I don't. I've been only doing post game shows for a little bit for Two K Lee, but this is one I have yet to see. And it is OFAB just going completely off tonight. Just completely off. There was no one in the building. I don't think anybody ever that's ever picked up a stick tonight could have stopped this man OFAB as he put up 61 points and 10 assists, 23 from 39 from the field, 11 made three-pointers. Nobody could stop this at any point in the game, and it showed tonight 61 big ones i don't know i don't think i've seen a 60 point game since i've been doing these post game shows but ofab just showed me my first one tonight strainer put up 11 as well and d law with 14 and 18 and that's even an impressive stat line 14 and 18 with four assists as a, a center but all that's just you know obsolete when you're looking at ofab's stat line with 61 points and 10 assists like that is ridiculously crazy pistons gt had no Answer form rating on the other end of things only twenty one and fourteen. Nobody can stop this man. It did not matter who you put on him. Nobody can stop him. Sixty one points, sixty one big one. It's crazy. But like I said, Pistons GT just wasn't in it. Didn't have that same magic that they did in, in the game prior. And you know, luckily they were able to steal that first game where they would have went home in a sweep. But Radiant with twenty one and fourteen, Cooks with eleven, and Ramo with twenty one and ten. Just wasn't their game. Wasn't their night. But like I said, they're still in good position and sitting at fifth in the Western Conference standings and Cavs Legion sitting at. So both teams vying for playoff spots and playoff positioning help their cases a little bit and will look to do so moving forward next week as well on Wednesday. And shout out to everybody that's involved in NBA 2K League. I'm very, very happy that I'm part of these 2K League postgame shows here on the Nothing But Net Radio station on Dash Radio. I am your host again, like I said, Jelani Brown. And we are wrapping up tonight, man. We had some exciting action, and we are winding down this Saturday Night Showdown. And we will look forward and ahead to August 11th when we are back for Wednesday, Wednesday Night Fire. So we will be seeing Heat Check Gaming versus Magic Gaming matchup next Wednesday, a week before the ticket. Playoff wise, playoff implications. Heat Check Gaming is sitting at 10th, 10 and 14. They are only, honestly, only like a, a, a half game back, game and a half back from that eighth spot where G Tigers sit at 12 and 14. So they can have them a big week, hopefully, to maybe sweep Magic Gaming or at least split to help their playoff hopes um, and positioning in the ticket. Magic Gaming is sitting at seventh, though Eastern Conference at twelve and four. They're tied with at the moment, so they will look, hopefully push and climb in the Eastern Conference as they are only one game behind. Are sitting at really could go either way. Very very important matchup. Very important for both squads respectively. And we will also see Raptors Uprising G versus Grizz Gaming, and that is an incredible game because the Ra- Raptors Uprising, although they sit at eleventh. 
They have been on tears trading for dimes and getting him winning four in a row, sitting at nine and seven. Like they're just looking to improve. I know they've said that they're not out of it until they're out of it and they're gonna continue to keep hope alive. Dimes is incredible for them to come over and they're gonna continue to just play their game and hopefully the chips fall in their their way and they're able to make a run at a possible playoff spot in the NBA two K league. Um they will play Grizz Gaming a easy task, but they will play the third seed in the Eastern Conference sitting at 16 and 10 have had a wonderful year they will have to face them and big big playoff implications for both squads this game will continue to hold on to that third spot they are right now tied at least with losses with 76 and um, looking to continue to win so they can continue to hold that third spot maybe even jump to put some pressure on Hornets Venom to keep that safe. and we will also see Hornets Venom GT versus Celtics Crossover Gaming, a team that we saw tonight. Like I said Hornets Venom GT, a little bit of pressure from Grizz Gaming there a few games back, so they will look to continue their dominance and hopefully sweep or split, whatever the case may be, to keep a healthy lead in, in that second spot, even maybe put pressure on the Wizards that first seed. And Celtics Crossover Gaming sitting at a ninth. Very, very, like I said, very important playoff game out to win or split. They are one game behind Jimmy Tigers for that eighth spot right now. Hopefully still one or two against Hornets Venom GT to help their playoff hopes and you know their position in the ticket as well. 76ers GT, this is the heavy hitting matchup. 76ers GT will face Wizards District Gaming. This was a good one. Andre versus JBM. One Wild Walnut versus um, the boys over there. It's going to be a very, very, very matchup as the one seed faces the fourth seed. And this one, honestly, their way, which is district gaming, has been dominant all year. But 76 GC shows that they can play with anybody, man. They, I will not doubt Dre. I will not doubt Wawana. Wanna. Those guys are really, really good. A Rooks as well. Like, they have a good squad over there. But what district gaming is... Very, very experienced. They got some very, a very good crew over there as well. But this is definitely forward to seeing, you know, next week. Very two important games for both respective squads as well with playoffs and positioning and the ticket. So those are the games that we will look forward to next week. Hooper of the night, if I do have to say it, I shouldn't have to say it, but it will fab for the Cavs. Had two spectacular games. One came in a win. Um, the other one came in a very close loss, but 61 points. That's, I, like I said, I don't think I've seen one yet while I've been covering the NBA 2K game shows. But saw the first one tonight and incredible to watch. So shout out OFAB, shout out Cavs Legion. And shout out, like I said, everybody that's listening in right now. Shout out Off the Ball Network. Shout out to Prez, Chris Lebo Murphy. Shout out to Justin Padden. Shout out to all the guys that's helped on this NBA 2K. Man, this is a lot of work behind the scenes, but hopefully you guys enjoy us talking, giving you all the news, and just being here to, to break down everything NBA 2K League. But that will do it for me tonight, Jelani Brown. If you do want to follow me, at uh, my regular Twitter, it's G the first J E T H E one S T, and my podcast is what the game at W T keep up with. Um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Like I said, appreciate for everybody for listening. Those that did stay up with me tonight, and we will see you back here next Wednesday, August 11th, 7 p.m. sharp. You already know the deal, hoops. So, uh, see you guys then, and hope you guys have a good night. All right, welcome back to. Dash Radio's Nothing But That Channel and the NBA 2K League Show. We're going to jump in now to our weekly power rankings for the NBA 2K League. Who is your favorite team? Let's find out where they are ranked this week. So this, is, of course, is after the Week 9 action. We're going to start off with 23. And at 23, we keep the same team there, and that is the Lakers. They did not play this week. They are 11th in the West, 3-21 and overall. 
Just no reason to move them up. Again, sitting at 23. At 22, moving three spots back, Bucks are probably higher than they should have been last week, and they proved it. 0-4 this week, a minus 47-point differential. Not going to get the job done there. They are 10th in the West and 4-20 and overall. Nothing to brag about there if you are the Knicks. Or sorry, if you are the Bucks, and that's why they drop in this week's rankings. At 21, we have a team that moves up one spot, not because they did anything good. It's just because they were not active this week. Hawks move up one spot just because the Bucks and the Lakers, well, you know, they got to move back. Uh, Hawks did not play. They are 12th in the East, though, 6th and 18 overall. Next up, you have the Mavs, who move up one spot from 21 last week. 2-2 two and two on the week, a plus 7-point differential, which is solid. They are 9th in the West, though, and only 8-18 eight and 18 overall. Jumping into the top 20 now, here we have at 19, a team that, you know, for a long time I kind of felt was a sleeper that maybe could make a run, maybe make some noise, and it just has not happened, unfortunately, and that is Gen G. They were 14th last week, dropping five spots to number 19. 0 and 4 this week, minus 28 point differential, eighth in the East, 12 and 14. So, you know, a pretty significant jump from the bottom four teams, but still not a team that's getting the job done, unfortunately. You know, especially before this week. You're talking about a team they came in sitting at 12 and 10, which is very respectable. And this week really was a chance for them to, you know, jump or drop. And unfortunately for them, going 0 and 4, you know what happened. At 18, dropping one spot is the Heat. And they moved back one because they did not play this week and because they had been struggling. 10 and 14 overall, 10th in the East. And just in front of them is a team that's 11th in the East, but had been a little higher. So uh, the reason why these teams aren't swapped and to be honest, they very well could be, is just because of that's how it was previous week. So dropping one spot, the Raptors go from 16 to 17. No games this week, 11th in the East, 9 and 17 overall. At 16, they were 18, so moving up two spots. Uh, the Cavs, 2-2, two and two, and here's why, a plus 36. I get that they're 8th in the West, only 9 and 17, but they had two of the wins this week, and there were blowouts, not just against the Pistons, who are... You know, interesting team, but the Wolves, they blew up the Wolves in one of their wins. So very impressive there. An impressive week for the Cavs, although 9-17 and is not going to get the job done. But, hey, maybe they find a way to do some damage in that ticket tournament. Time will tell. At 15, moving up five spots are the aforementioned Pistons. 3-1 and one on the week. Only a plus 10, though, which is kind of goofy. And uh, they're fifth in the West, 13-11 overall, and a blowout loss to the Cavs. That's not really what you're going to want if you're going to try to win some games. You know, losing a blowout loss to the Cavs. But again, Cavs had a nice week. Time will tell on both those teams. At 14, we have a team moving up one spot from 15th, the Magic. You know, a team that not that long ago was in the top 10 of our power rankings, but just hasn't gotten the job done. 2-2 two and two this week, though. And surprisingly, and this is the first time I think I've ever seen this in the 2K League, their point differential was zero. That's right, zero. Uh, seventh in the East, and 12 and 14 overall. At 13, dropping two spots from 11 last week. The Kings, 1 and 3, a minus 18. Uh, seventh in the West. And here, how about this? 13 and 13 on the season, 13th in our power rankings. This team is the definition of really just kind of mediocrity, right? They're just really stuck in the middle. And you just, to me, it's, it's make or break in week number 10. Which direction are the Kings going to go? At number 12, dropping two spots from 10, the Celtics, 1-3, and three, a minus 14. Yikes, ninth in the East, 11-13 and 13 overall. This is a team that uh, really 
One and three is not getting the job done. Are they going to find a way to right the ship before the season ends? Time will tell. At number 11, they dropped four spots from seventh. The Sixers, the really tough week. One and three on the week, a minus 22-point differential. Fourth in the East, 14-10 and 10 overall, solid record, but definitely a very forgettable week for Sixers and their fans. At number 10, dropping two spots are the Knicks, a team that I still like, uh, but one and three, a minus 54-point differential. Yikes. That is rough. And they are sixth in the East, 13 and 13. And they got blown out by the Wolves. But one and one, both close games versus the Wizards. Let that sink in. Uh, you know, the Wizards obviously pretty much running away with that top spot, it seems like, every week. And very impressive here for the Knicks to be that competitive. Warriors coming up at number nine. They jump four spots from 13th last week, three and one. Plus 18, very solid. Fourth in the West and 16 and 10 overall. They are definitely a team to be reckoned with. They started off the season strong, had a few down weeks in the middle there, but they are really picking it up when it counts. At number eight, moving up four spots from 12 last week, the Grizz. Another team that was so far up there in the power rankings. At one point, they were second. Done a really good job throughout the season, but they have had some down spots. But back in the top 10, 4-0 this week, plus 12 point differential. Third in the East and 16 and 10 overall. Next up, we have Blazer 5 moving up two spots from ninth last week. Three and one and a plus 23. So a very solid week again for Blazer 5. 13 and 11 overall, and they are sixth in the West. Speaking of six, we have the number six team staying at number six. And actually, that is the case for the, uh, the top six teams. We have the Nets, who did not play this week. Five in the East and 15 and 11 overall. Uh, sitting at five, we have the Jazz, three and one on the week, third in the West, plus eight on the week, very solid, 17 and nine, and their second straight week of three and one basketball. So the Jazz are hot at the right time. At four, Pacers and three Hornets, both those teams have not played this week. Pacers second in the West at 19 and seven, and Hornets second in the East at 17 and seven. And then we have the top two teams, both of which played this week and played really, really well. T-Wolves Gaming, a 3-1, a plus 41. Very cool first in the West. Although the one thing, and this is a pretty big thing for me, they're 19-7 on the season. That's great. But a blowout loss to the Cavaliers. Is that something or is that nothing? Guess we'll see in week number 10 and then jumping into the end of the season. And at number one, of course, Wizards District, 3-1 on the week, a plus 28. But... Couple close games to the Knicks, very similar to what we talked about with Wolves Cavs. Uh, is it something or is it nothing? Does that say a lot about the Knicks? Does it not say as much about the Knicks? Maybe more about the Wizards? I don't know. I'm not sure what to say, but at 21 and 5, first in the East, obviously they are the team to beat this season. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of our Power Rankings here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel here on the NBA 2K League show. Now, a couple things that we want to jump into or end this week's show with. Very similar to what we always do, and that's going to be taking a look ahead at the 2K League schedule. And I, I encourage anyone that doesn't already follow us on all of our social media. We can be found at NBA 2K League Show on Twitter. We're very active there, especially on game nights. Uh, shout out to the fellas at Off the Ball. They are the ones that have been really active with the Twitter account. They also are the ones that are doing a lot of this show, they are in charge of the NBA 2K League show GGs. That is our post-game coverage, of course, that takes place after every night of games. 
So make sure you tune in here on Dash Radio's Nothing But a Channel and make sure you follow those guys. And congratulations to them. The Off the Ball Network just had its one-year anniversary. A very impressive first year as well. So continued success for them as they join us here on this journey on the Nothing But a Channel. Let's jump into the schedule for week number 10. Week number 10 is, of course, the last week of regular season action for the NBA 2K League games starting on August 11th. Uh, first series we have is Magic taking on Heat Check Gaming. Who's going to be the team that really sets the stage there? Who steps up? That's going to be the question. Both these teams, you know, not exactly jumping off the page, but for me, the team that needs it more, I think, is going to get the job done to the Magic, and I do predict a two-game sweep. Speaking of sweeps, jumping into Raptors taking on the Grizz, and I'm sorry, Raptors, but you are losing two games to a Grizz team that is starting to surge at the right time. Celtics taking on Hornets Venom, another team. I'm sorry, Celtics, you're meeting the Hornets at the wrong time. They are in our top five for a reason, and they are going to sweep that series as well. Wizards taking on Sixers GC. Sixers GC are a really good team, right? But it's the Wizards. I just I watch this, and do, do I think that it's going to be a repeat of last week? Do I see the Wizards win, losing one of these games? I think I'm going to see it. I think the Sixers are going to take one of these games, but I think the other one will be the Wizards really dominating to set the stage. So one and one in that series. And we move on to night number two of week 10 action. Let's take a look at the first matchup, which is Sixers GC taking on Heat Check Gaming. And this just means too much to the Sixers. They're going to take both games, moving to three and one on the week and staying alive in the hunt for the playoffs. Hornets taking on Bucks Gaming, and I'm sorry, Bucks, you just are not a strong enough team. Hornets have everything to play for. They have been so good this season. Reason why they're up there in the power rankings, and we're going to take Hornets taking the sweep over the Bucks. Cavs taking on Celtics crossover. Both these teams have struggled this season. I'm going to go with a one and one. I think that's what it's going to be here in the two-game series, but it would not shock me if the Cavs took both these games. They had some impressive play last week. Can they keep it up? T-Wolves very thankful to be playing the last-place power-ranking Lakers, and they are going to get the two-game sweep to start off their week in the last uh, series of night two's action for week number 10. Moving on to August 13th, that, of course, is going to be Friday. Friday the 13th, that is. Is it going to be a scary night for anybody? Could be, but I think it's going to be a night of some really interesting matchups. Knicks taking on Blazer 5. This is going to be, to me, I think this is going to be the matchup of the week. Blazer 5 taking on Knicks Gaming. I'm really excited for this one. And if you were only going to watch one series this week, this is the one for me. Knicks taking on Blazer 5. I'm going to predict 1-1. Both teams really have a lot to play for. I think these are going to be solid. Make sure you catch these games. And they are starting. First one is at 7 p.m. Eastern time, August 13th again. And second game will be 8 Eastern time. So you do not want to miss that matchup. Then you have Kingsguard taking on Lakers Gaming. It's a series that just, to me, doesn't really matter at this point. And it doesn't matter much for either of these teams. Although, if you're going to go into that ticket tournament, you want to have some momentum. Is one of these teams maybe going to step up? To me, it's going to be a 1-1 tie and... It's going to be a pretty forgettable series. Speaking of forgettable, unfortunately, Hawks taking on Gen G. I can't call you my sleeper anymore, Gen G, because unfortunately, you seem to be in a deep sleep. This is some long-term slumber, and you don't seem to be waking up, and ultimately, this is going to be another 1-1 series. Pacers taking on Pistons GT to end the night here, and to me, 
This is probably one of the other good matchups this week. There's a few that I'm not so high on in terms of how competitive they're going to be, but this one I think could be solid. Pacers taking on Pistons. I'm going to take the 1-1, but honestly, it would not shock me if either of these two teams were able to get the sweep. Going to the last night of action for week number 10 and the last week of the regular season for the NBA 2K League, August 14th, that is Saturday, game starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's take a look. First matchup, Blazer 5 taking on Mavs Gaming. Blazer 5 have everything to play for. Mavs really don't. I'm going to take the sweep for Blazer 5. And then another matchup that I have, one of my top matchups of the week yet again, that is Jazz taking on Warriors. If you're going to watch one series on this night, this is going to be the one. And this game starts at 7 Eastern time. Again, Warriors taking on the Jazz. Much like I said earlier, this is one where I think it's going to be a 1-1. I could see one of these. No, you know what? It's going to be 1-1. I don't think either of these teams are going to be able to get the sweep. I just think it's going to be very, very competitive and a lot to like there. Pistons then taking on Hawks Talon. I got to go Pistons with the sweep here. 2-0 over the Hawks. Sorry, Hawks. It has just not been your year. And then lastly, the last matchup of week number 10, Bucks taking on Nets GC. First game starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. That is the tip. Second game, 10 Eastern time for that tip. And Bucks versus Nets. Sorry, Bucks, you're going down again. Nets taking the two-game sweep in this one. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show. Thank you all for tuning in here on Dash Radio's Nothing But a Channel. And we look forward to bringing you more content each week as we come up with, you know, the ticket tournament. We're talking playoffs, lots of season left to go here in the NBA 2K League, and lots of really good action. We're going to cover it all here on Dash Radio's Nothing But a Channel. And until next week, keep it 2,000.